this was a very confusing situation for me because I <laughs> oftentimes will name my character some version of my own name. Did you name yourself Chester? I named myself Chester. <laughs> can't believe we get to make a, a video game podcast every week <laughs> like it's pretty to, cool isn't it we didn't have to ask anybody if we could do that you know like i didn't have to like go get a permit or something like that no i didn't have to ask my teacher or my parents <laughs> dad <laughs> dad i want to make a podcast <laughs> oh my god there's probably kids asking you want to make about... a fucking what <laughs> you got to listen to the classic son before you're able to make a podcast <laughs> there's only one kind of cast that you're gonna do and that's casting that fishing pole into the water. <laughs> For 4 a.m. Saturday, baby. Let's go catch some fish. Do you think dads still bully their kids into going fishing? Or is that like <laughs> a thing that might stopped? It just be a boomer dad thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's a thing anymore. I mean, it's like Gen X dads now who are probably at that age. So maybe they're like bullying their kid into like doing mountain biking or like mm. skateboarding. Yeah. Come on, kid. We got to go skateboarding. All he wants to do is just like, I don't know, do some arts and crafts. Do a kickflip, loser. Come on. <laughs> do the least extreme thing possible. Like make a podcast. Like, like, I mean, this is pretty not extreme. It's true. No, of all of all the hobbies, sometimes I like, listen, I'll tell you the name of the show in just a second here. Sometimes when people ask me my hobbies, I say podcasting now. I feel like mm. kind of a, kind of a wiener whenever I say that. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like it is, it, like kind I, of we spend a, a lot of time, I feel like kind of a wiener whenever I say that. Cause like, uh, listen, I like putting effort into it. I like preparing for the show. I like write uh -huh. about like all the stuff that I play. I edit and like I'm in it at this point. I spend a lot of time doing it, but like, I should just tell people I'm in like a band or something like that. I feel like, <laughs> like I want to own it. I want to like be that guy, but there's so many of those guys that are like, I'm in podcasting. Here's my, my five crypto podcasts that like, I don't. Like, I don't know how to separate right, myself. So this is now a crypto podcast. Sell everything. The market is shit. It's burning <laughs> to the ground. Yeah, maybe we just fake that we're a crypto podcast and like slip in really bad advice. We're going to be market movers. It's all legal because cryptocurrency is not regulated. So <laughs> you can do whatever you want. It's the wild west, baby. Welcome back to, to, to Chavid's Coincast. This week, we tell you the same thing we do every week. Get the fuck out and don't buy NFTs. Now, I was about to say, you should buy our Chet the Rat NFT. It's going, going, gone. There's only one of them and nobody's bought it yet. We're very curious as to why that's been the case, but here we are. Uh, of course, we would we would never do that to your beautiful no. art scout. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's scouts, isn't it? No, Lord have mercy. At least the Chet um, that she drew. I don't think that's anywhere in reality anymore somewhere on the internet no i couldn't i couldn't possibly hey hey listen hold on i i promised something before and i'll i'll, I'll deliver on that promise now this mm -hmm. is video game podtimism mm. is the optimist video game variety show where two best friends explicitly do not talk about crypto or coins hey, and this is video game cointimism where we talk about all of our <laughs> nfts and video games baby it's such a bummer like we're, we the, those are the same guys like we're in the same circle as those dudes <laughs> and like those guys no, and like are, the we, shitty we share, relationship we share guys a thing that we do with them as in the same way that we share uh the fact that we breathe air and eat food with everybody else i mean that still bothers me about the food and the air thing <laughs> like it still sucks um hello my name is chase uh hello my name is david uh, and we we talk about video games here in an optimistic way 
to combat the shitty, toxic, terrible video game culture that is prevalent in our time. Hey, have you been playing video games, David? Hey, I've been playing video game. It's still just Elden Ring. Yeah, hell yeah. Tell me about where you are in your journey right now. I have beaten Radon. Okay, good. He is, I, I, I really enjoyed that boss battle mm -hmm. because it was just like the homie squad coming in yeah, and just yeah. beating him to a pulp. I felt like <laughs> the Avengers. I would like summon those those first three summons at the beginning and just like run dodge and like summon yeah, more yeah. i felt like i was captain america like opening up the portals <laughs> to get all my homies to fight thanos it was great it was a lot of fun i it felt to me a little bit more like me and all my nerdy friends are going to like jump the bully because like radon's <laughs> a big bad boy and you gotta summon like it's... 10 dudes if you're gonna survive that fight also animal cruelty man that poor horse that poor horse there's lore behind this david there's a there's lore behind that horse is that horse actually like part of his body no so horse he the radon in in the lore loved his loved riding his horse so much and was like hugely passionate about it but got too big and couldn't ride his horse i was anymore. about to say is he has he was he always that big i forget exactly when he became that big but point being he loved his horse and was still like with it enough before he got the big scarlet rot and like his brain broke uh-huh and he loved riding his horse so much that he went to go learn gravity magic so that he could make mm. himself weigh less so that he could ride his horse. So technically the horse Whoa. don't care. Radon feels like a normal human on the back of him. That's a beautiful story actually. The it's, man a, and it's, his horse. it's quite nice. Wow. Yeah. wow. So wow. wholesome. I yeah. didn't know I didn't know Elden Ring could be so wholesome. Wow. I know it's yeah it's in a, between it's a all spot. of the all of the body horror and tragedies. <laughs> So yeah, I beat Radon. Now I am on the Atlas Plateau mm -hmm. fighting a dragon. Yeah. And I was just kind of wandering around, like going into places that were too scary before. <laughs> Yeah. just like beating him up um that's been fun mm -hmm. to kind of go back into places that i'm like still like i'm now over leveled for sure um but like the great thing about these games is that if you're if you're you can't have too much hubris because if you do even like the <laughs> yeah. lowliest skeleton will kill you you always got to be you always got to be careful always got to be safe mm -hmm. there's danger around every corner but it's a really great game i'm finding that i love the vibe mm -hmm. i don't know if some of the boss battles hit me quite as hard as some of the other from soft games i've played because mm -hmm. i feel like since there's so many more of them in this one some are you're some you're just gonna go in and just like wipe the floor with people yeah i haven't had that moment where i've had in other from soft games where i'm just like completely absorbed and obsessed with beating a certain boss who i mm -hmm. can I, I know i can beat but i just gotta get good enough to do <laughs> yeah. it like genichiro from sekiro mm -hmm. or like the flame demon thing from demon souls which i apparently was way under leveled for when i fought him <laughs> which was why it was so hard more on more on that a little later david oh okay mm -hmm. um but <laughs> yeah really really great still loving it i love talking to drew about it yeah. on uh our group chat today listener drew listener drew friend drew yeah he's having a great time with it too uh, i love that he's talking about how he's role-playing as this character mm -hmm. and i'm i don't know if i've shared but i'm playing role-playing as robert baratheon yeah absolutely. from game of thrones in his afterlife oh um, i didn't realize it was his afterlife that's a new bit of lore for me well aren't all these people already dead kind of yeah like isn't that what it is i think so yeah but that was the impression i got at least was like yeah, i'm, I'm pretty sure and then you come here and then you like can't die you just keep coming back i mean i think it's possible that people like lived in this place too but like they cannot actually leave yeah like as a soul so mm. yeah i i think you are correct though that like most of the people are like kind of undead here yeah yeah and he's he's robert baratheon and since he is undead he has taken the lord of light as his as his god and he is now oh that's why he has a high faith build in this one. He's going around cleansing Damn, you, people with fire. You are putting the role in role play, David. This is good. 
He's, he has to repent for all of his sins that he that he did in uh, Westeros. Yeah, sure. He just crossed over George R. R. Martin's mind. Another reality within George. This is all happening within George. <laughs> this is yeah. The this is uh, uh, George, the host of the nightmare. Gorge. <laughs> I feel like I'm the I'm a victim of George's nightmare, waiting for freaking <laughs> winds of winter. My God, dude. Yeah. Poor poor uh, George fans. Pour one out for all the George fans, just like really getting the short end of the stick on, on multiple accounts. I was reading on the A Song of Ice and Fire wiki, or not sure. wiki, but subreddit, yeah. that if you extrapolate the increase in time it takes him to write each book, <laughs> he will finish the last book in the saga, A Dream of Spring, when he is 117 years old. <laughs> no, no, he won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, he won't. But I mean, what if he did? Wouldn't that be amazing? Proving all the haters wrong. Proving every single hater wrong. I mean, I would love to see it. I would love to see that. You love to see it. Yeah, I, yeah, I would. I would love to see that. But yeah, I'm in. I'm on the Atlas Plateau. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what to do next. I guess I'm yeah. just gonna wander. I'm gonna fight this dragon. I'm gonna beat this dragon that's kicking my ass right now. I need to find a somber smithing stone six. Mm-hmm. I have like a bunch of fours, a bunch of sevens, a bunch of eights, a bunch of nines, but no six. So I feel all like I got my, stuck there too. Yeah, all of my my goods are stuck at a five right now, a plus yeah. five, which is I don't think cutting it anymore. I yeah, gotta, I gotta get. I gotta get some big blasties you do got to get some big blasties that is true i'm not blasting people anymore i'm just yeah, whittling yeah. away i got a blast. Yeah, blast yeah i get that have you been to the capital yet no um, no. I think that would be the next place you should go to. I shouldn't go to the volcano. I don't know if you can get to the volcano yet. I think you may mm. have to go to the, the capital. capital first. Okay. Um, the game sort of like makes it feel like you're going to beat the game if you go to the capital. That was the not. impression I was getting. Uh, me too. I was very reluctant to go because I was like, I want to like explore some more. It will not. Like there is more game after you like beat the boss of the capital. So like fear okay. not when you get there. You're like, oh, this is it. Like it's not. There's more. All right. I also got to find where that meteor hit. Don't yes that's actually like super important that's all i've been playing hell that's yeah it. yeah i love that Elden ring is a good video game played i've put like 50 hours in and it's felt like nothing that yeah was, no like, everything just... i put into uh <laughs> what was it it's of tsushima mm-hmm. this has gone by in the blink of an eye compared to that it, it's so bizarre yeah i feel the same way like there, it's very it's not very often that I play a game where like very much not aware of how much time or like when I play it, I'm like, Ooh, I can like get in there and do a couple things. And, like three hours have gone by. I'm like, what the, what the fuck? I barely played it. Mm-hmm. I barely did anything. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, you know, I'll put in, you know, a couple hours into another game. I'm like, Ooh, that was a lot of video games. I should step away for a moment. Yeah. But like, yeah. can't, can't do it with this one. This game just keeps you going. Just yeah. keeps you going. It's very good. It's impressive. Uh, what about you, Chase? What have you been playing? I've been playing some video games. Of a very bizarre bunch. Chase's bizarre bunch. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> um so, so I think like there's there haven't been a ton of like super hot releases recently, other than like hot Switch release. Sports. Hot release. <laughs> other than like Switch Sports. And so I don't know. I, I haven't been feeling super driven to play like very new games right now. It's kind of the and summer s- lull, the classic a little summer bit. lull. A little yeah, bit. yeah. I, I feel like in the past few years, like a lot of uh, companies have released in this time frame, but for whatever reason just hasn't really been happening this year. Uh, for whatever reason, a it's big 
COVID years. Coronavirus. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the that's the some reason. But I've been having a great time sort of revisiting an, an odd bunch of games. Hmm. I mentioned this last week, but I have still been playing Onimusha 3, Demon okay. Siege. Mm-hmm. The game has gotten like very goofy hmm. in in like a way that I th- I think is fine. Like it's a little like winking and nodding at the camera, but I, it's not like a bad thing. It just makes the story feel very like the, the weight of it is not really there. Which is, again, fine. I don't really have a big issue with it, but, like, it's just all very, like, quippy and, like, uh, Jean Renault is, like, saying one-liners after he, like, beats somebody who was, like, oh, gonna <laughs> kill him. They introduced this character named Akko, who is this, like, little fairy, a Tengu, as they say. Oh, Tengu. And it's, like, she's this little, like, winged fairy who's just, like, very anime and, like... Sure. You know, like, you know, the, like, tiny little fairy scamp character that appears sometimes in, like, anime? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm... yeah i'm like i'm sort of a standoffish little scamp like that's that sort of stuff and like it's fun but it is very much you know she's very sassy and puts her arms on her hips a lot and like does that sort of stuff sure and so like that's that's fine but it's, it is definitely a tonal shift from the past few games mm-hmm. i think the the i mean pretty sure the the reason that they introduced her is because oftentimes you are switching manually back and forth between Samanosuke and Jacques. When was this game released? Was it around that time where everything had to like change to being more like serious and um, grungy, gritty? A, a little bit. It was, was it 2004. Uh, it was 2004. It was looking at you, Prince of Persia, Warrior Within. I will say, like it, it, it's sort of going the other direction, though. Hold on, two things. Let me back up. The reason that they introduced Akko was so that you could switch between the two characters, and like it made sense, like why that was happening, uh-huh. and also how you could like change uh items back and forth between the two of them because she would like transport stuff between the two characters yeah. between times whoa um powerful fairy powerful fairy the 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 akko but uh th- the game was sort of going in the other direction with the like seriousness tone like you were saying whereas like stuff like prince of persia warrior within and, like gears was coming out pretty soon which I, I for whatever reason gears of war always feels like the marker of like this is when games wanted to be the grittiest video games. Everything's gray. Everything's gritty. Like the GG. <laughs> you saw that commercial for Gears of War. The what was the song? Uh, all around me are familiar faces. And like yeah. Marcus Phoenix is like shooting people. Like exactly what commercial you're talking about. It's like all slow mo. Yeah. There's no sound. Sound effects are like muted. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. God, that was mad world. Um, that was when the <laughs> the uh, the emo m- movement invaded video games pretty hardcore. Yeah, and like, listen, emo as, is invading your world. Listen, as a former emo, I'm cool with that. But like, it it is a little bizarre to go back and like see the games who are like, we need to be grittier. Mm-hmm. But Onimusha three was sort of going the other direction in that it, like it was getting a little less serious. It was becoming I don't know. It kind of feels like Marvel movie adjacent with like the goofs that it has in the video game. Sure, but yeah, it's 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 just it's. It's bizarre. But anyway, point being, I'm enjoying this game a lot still. Like I said last time, it's a mechanical shift from the other two in that it is much easier to control like from a camera perspective, they, they kept a lot of the like fighting mechanics pretty similar, but they just made it a little bit easier to control. I and mean, as a result, like it plays a lot better. It plays a lot more modern or, or it plays a lot more like a modern action game. Um, and mm-hmm. so like my brain hasn't been noticing the the aged differences there. Uh, the, yeah, it's uh, I, don't, I don't know that I have a lot else to say other than like what I said last week and, and 
you know, the update about it being goofy because it is mostly still the same game. Like you fight some monsters, you go through Paris, you ride some demon stuff. There's like a demon cave under Notre Dame, like, you know, weird, That's bizarre cool. things happening. It's cool. You know, like that. none of it really needs an explanation. It's just like, yeah, you can go fight the demons. Yeah, cool. go, go fight Gildenstern, the demon scientist. Gildenstern? He's like the most goofy mustache twirling monster in this game. Like, I mean, he's just Gildenstern's such a great name. It's very good. They they really got their naming game down between Gogandantis and Gildenstern. I was very Gogandantis. Oh my very... god! Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, enjoying that. Like I promised before as well. Uh-huh. I also played played through Demons Souls over the weekend. Wow, the whole thing. Unfortunately enough, David, the whole thing. <laughs> Like, that's a long game. Nuh-uh. <laughs> Not no more, eh? Not when Emily Alice isn't around. <laughs> yeah, I played sort of a disgusting amount of Demon Souls over the weekend. <laughs> I will say it is, it was much faster than my first playthrough. Uh-huh. I think most Souls games are your second time through. Like, Did you do any of the special, like, side missions with the NPCs? Not really, no. I kind of just ran through the game. Yeah. I usually play the Big Sword Go Clang build in all these games, but... Recently, I've just sort of been trying to do like the dexterity builds, which is it's 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 much easier. I don't know why I haven't been doing this the whole time. It's easier. It's much easier. Like I was always convinced that like you can do a lot more damage with the big swords. And I think that might be true. But like, it's just so nice to be able to like get just like a couple hits in before you have to run away versus like the big, big swords. You have to put a hit on like steam deck level reservation. And then six (laughs) months later, your sword swings. And so, like, it's it, it was just worlds easier to be able to go back through it. Obviously, like, again, I've I played this game when it came out, or the remake, I said, should, should say, the Blue Point remake that came out for PlayStation 5 is the one mm-hmm. that I played. Yeah. I played this when it came out with the, the PS5, which I think was 2020. And it, it felt like it had been long enough to go back and play it. As I've said recently, I've been playing through a handful of the Soul or the, the FromSoft games. I started with Demon Souls, and like that was a very interesting comparison because I think at this point, if you uh, include the Blue Point remake, Demon Souls or uh, Dark Souls, the first one, feels the most aged of those. Like mm. the, they have the remaster, but it, you know, it doesn't hit quite as hard. Like the, the sound design isn't quite as heavy as most of the other games. Like it doesn't look quite as good as the rest of them, Sure, but it's still an incredible game. Like the mechanics are still very much there. And so mm-hmm. that part of it doesn't feel, you know, super aged, but, um, I decided to go and play the demon souls games. Mm-hmm. They're still, they're still really good. This is a very, this is a very good video game. Mm-hmm. I uh, was trying to figure out like, okay, what is, what's the new stuff that I can sort of pull from this experience? Yeah. And most of that just goes to this like tour that I'm going on of how do these from soft games compare to Elden Ring now hmm. that Elden Ring exists. Yeah. And like I I what you were saying about the bosses earlier, I think is is correct in that like because there are so few bosses in these games, so few. There's a lot of them. Like that's mm-hmm. a lot of the end of the levels are these bosses, but comparatively to Elden Ring, there are a lot fewer of them in in these games. They do feel pretty monumental whenever you get to them. Yeah, they're an like, event. Yeah. And like I I think there's you know, drawbacks and advantages to either one of those approaches, right? Like none of mm-hmm. those are correct. Yeah, it's different. And so like, it's interesting when I'm playing the, these other FromSoft games, I find myself wanting more bosses to go just like fight whenever. Mm-hmm. And when I was playing Elden Ring, I was like, maybe I could just have like a big boss right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's very bizarre to like want one or the other. And like, I think that's 
probably a sign of a good game that the moment you're not playing it, you're like, I would like to still be also playing the other one. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not just like this one pales in comparison to the other. It's like, I like both of these things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it was, it was interesting. This this game is still shockingly pretty. Like it's a, it's a gorgeous game. Crazy how good this game looks. Like I think Blue Point has some kind of special sauce that they're putting on the remakes. Because they did the the, the, uh, Shadow of the Colossus remake too, didn't they? They did. Yeah. Which Which was also pretty mm, like astounding. Yeah. Like Elden Ring looks good don't get me wrong but it doesn't look as good as the demon souls remake does i think no. they're doing a lot with like the ray tracing and the lighting and shit like that that yeah just like when you're walking down dark hallways sometimes like god this looks really really good mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. uh the level where you're like up on those like spires and towers where there's like gargoyles and shit in oh. demon souls just looks yeah. so astoundingly good uh-huh. when you're walking through there it's all this like green flames on like pillars and shit like yeah it's just it's so so good i I feel like I'm also maybe coming to the conclusion that I like playing FromSoft games the second time more than I like playing it the first time. Really? Yeah, because the... So the first time is really good for that sense of like discovery and surprise and like new things happening. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the, the, the nasty ding boy in me <laughs> loves just like walking through the game and being like, look how fucking good I have become at this game. <laughs> You just want to go through and take a victory lap is what you're telling me. I, I want to flex. I want to go back you're, to the you're bosses. Try, you're, trying to, you're trying to flex on them. Like there's there's this boss in, in that same level, the man eater in, in Demon Souls. Mm, mm-hmm. It's like up on this this tower, which you can easily fall off of. It's like it was a pretty tough fight the first time I fought him. Yeah. And not only that, but like a set time into the fight, another one shows up. And yeah. so like, if you don't beat the first one fast enough, yeah. you have to fight two of them, which is like just so brutal. No problem. Took me like three tries. No, no issue. And like the first time I, I spent days on that fight, it took me so fucking long. Damn. That that may have also been a consequence of me not understanding the like level layout of Demon Souls. And like, I want to play one, 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 two, one, three, one, four, and then go on to two, one, two, two, rather than like playing all the first levels of all the worlds and then all the second levels of all the worlds. Sure. Which was much, much easier this time around. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I did the first time. It, it made it a lot more straightforward and like I felt correctly leveled for those those fights. And it might be your dex build. Who knows? It, it easily could be because like it, I felt like I was doing a lot of damage to characters that I were I was not originally. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, like, those ones in particular are like resistant to smash damage or whatever it is. Strike which, damage. Yeah, would have been an issue for me in my big my big hammer or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like like I said, I've the the times that I have replayed through Bloodborne, this most recent Dark Souls run through this wild fugue state of me playing Demon Souls. I think it took me ten hours. Damn, like which is a long time to spend on a video game over a weekend, but I think it had to have taken me like sixty the first time through. Speed run, baby. And like again, that's kind of that's kind of the good part to me is like looking back and being like, I did that in not very much time. That was pretty quick, wasn't it? Look how it? much better I am. <laughs> yeah. Objectively, I'm better now. Because <laughs> like I, I, t- Five times me, is good. <laughs> to me, part of the fun of the FromSoft games is the like mastery that you can get over it. Yeah. No, you've talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I like games that I can become competent at and there's like a, a an effect there. But, you know, it's the same deal with Dota, like why I enjoy playing Dota, because like I mm-hmm. kind of know what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm I'm personally I'm scared to replay Sekiro. Yeah, that one just constantly kicked my whole ass, as you would say. Yeah, more than I any s- of the other FromSoft games. Yeah, no, same. Because you same. can't grind. There's no, There's no real grinding. grinding. 
There's it, no grind. Like, there's no alternative build or anything. Like you just you gotta be better. That's it. Do the game. You gotta play this game. Yeah. Yeah. I suspect you will probably be better at it than you think you might be, just because of like the second playthrough thing. It's all chess. It's all one big dance. <laughs> it's all DDR, baby. It is. So anyway, I I realize that that's a very ding oriented approach <laughs> to playing these games, but like I can't help. It, man, it feels good. Hey, like that's, if that's the way you like to play it, it is. It it doesn't make it very fun to chew or analyze on these games the second time through because i'm just like furiously sprinting through just slashing and bashing every time i go through these people Mm -hmm. because like i'm not absorbing more of the story or anything like that like you know (laughs) marginally i understand the demon souls world a little bit more but not much i kind of just beat the bosses oh yeah there's so much there's i mean but it's a great like rabbit hole to fall down on wikipedia mm-hmm. if you ever choose to you know and be like yeah that's what was going on in this fucking game i had no idea i i also uh, for the first time summoned a player to fight a boss with me which was awesome it was yeah. so so cool which we boss? fought with the the flame lurker the like third oh. boss in the fire world oh the flame lurker he's on my mount he's on my mount rushmore of difficult bosses he's a real shithead and like with with somebody else though not not nearly as bad mm-hmm. i'll also say after playing elden ring it for whatever reason dodge rolling in demon souls felt really straightforward like mm. the enemies like when they wound up they attacked rather than like the demon souls or the elden ring thing where they do like the donkey kong wind up punch and then punch you <laughs> they really like, they really fuck with you sometimes yeah <laughs> like demon souls are just like i'm coming here's the punch here's the punch and i punched mm-hmm. uh so like i felt like i was able to kind of read it a little bit better but yeah Anyway, point being, the summon was really good. I did like the cheering applause once we like, uh, or the cheering emote once we beat him and he like did like a little bow and then left. I was like, that was awesome. That was cool as fuck. Honestly, the multiplayer in those FromSoft games is some of my favorite multiplayer. You get really genuine moments like that where like, I've been struggling with this boss and some hero just showed up to like help yeah. me. Yeah. And then like, it, I'm trying to communicate genuine praise, like genuine thanks. And I have these weird emotes to do it with and like i think they get it like they do a little t- uh, you know tip of the hat and then they wander mm-hmm. off but yeah it was great it was it was very good multiplayer oh, yeah. experience yeah oh yeah it's a good video game the, mm-hmm. the demon souls really glad i really enjoyed that it. one i really enjoyed that game yeah some some just incredible boss design in there the fucking oh, uh, totally the the stingray boss is incredible oh uh, storm god my probably my favorite intro to a boss yeah it's very good just comes lurking out of the sky like this the fucking spaceship from independence day just like a big old scary fuck it's, it's incredible yeah no that whole thing is good like you have so to use good. like that special sword that you pull out yeah. of the ground too and then the music oh yeah Ugh. it's a it's vibe good. it's a whole yeah, vibe it's 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 really good anyway an absolute tonal shift i have also been playing Need for Speed Underground 2, David. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, this on is a what, weird... the Steamy D? The Steam Deck. Yeah, you are correct. Hell yeah. Is that game I... on Steam? No. Uh, emulators. Maybe. Mm. You own that tell. game. I do own that game. That is a game that I had bought. Let's see. So, I'm sure at some point we can do a good games on this, but like, th- I have such fond memories of Need for Speed Underground and Underground 2. Mm-hmm. Um, also didn't like realize... Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I know it's tough. I want to play that song, but that was in the first one. The, the, I know, in, I know it's the first one, but it's still. If you say Need for Speed Underground, yeah, I I'm, hear I'm Little John that. and the East Side Boys. What is the what's the what's the intro song for this one? It is Riders on the Storm remix with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, damn. Okay, it's still good. It's still a very fun song. Riders on the Storm. Riders on the Storm. Into this house we're born Into this world we're thrown Not any of it's uh so anyway yeah i have like super duper fond memories of playing this game when i was younger like was just totally enraptured with everything about both of them i think mm-hmm. if I remember correctly you also had a pretty big fond spot for both of these games yes specifically number one I played yeah. number two, but I don't think it was as, yeah, as, as obsessive as number one was. I think I played both in like, if I remember correctly, by and large, they're very similar games. Like, I don't think they're like dramatically different from one I another. I think they came out like one or two years apart from each other. It was not long. It was back in the day. I looked this up. I looked this up. It was less than a year. I was about to say, the they two. came out real, real soon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it, which is wild. It's wild to me to be able to like strike while the iron is that hot. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to put this game out and then 11 months later, another one ships. That is bananas. That is so, that's so fast. Like if someone to me in my job was like, hey, that thing you just built, we're going to need another one of those that goes to this, this level. And we're going to have to put boxes in hands in 11 months i'd be like there's no fucking way like there's not enough time to do that crunch baby i I, that's the fear right like did they just crunch for 11 months i hope they got paid but it's also ea so like maybe they didn't Mm. anyway damn damn this game is bizarre it is so weird going back to play this game now (laughs) is it like a time capsule of society it's it's yeah it's there's so much in here that is like it just reflects so much so much stuff going on at the time so much culture coming through in the game and not like i think when i was a kid i was like this is like street racing culture and it's like no it is not that like as an adult i'm like there's no fucking way that any of this is accurate to street racing at all um is there a story there is a story david there wasn't a number one was there a little bit i think there was a little bit of a story but like the the beginning of the this game starts with you essentially like having an attempt on your life like someone tries to kill you my god in like the racing scene in the city from the first one it was the rock (laughs) it's uh it was just like some vague bad guy uh-huh. And uh, so you have to like change cities and like go race somewhere new. Uh, yeah, God, I, like I don't even know where to, which string to pull on. There are so many. First of all, I remember this game looking absolutely like draw dropping at the time. It is it like doesn't it did not age that good. Like it doesn't look that good now. I think a lot of what was going on was like they they use like these like color filters really heavily in the uh-huh. game. Like. Oftentimes, I'm like, why is this part of the city so green? Like, it's just so overwhelming. It's the green district, baby. Yeah, it's just, it's so weird. Like, it, it looks very, like, visually bizarre while you're, like, playing through it. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that was adding to this mood at the time of, like, sort of this, like, smoky underground where at that now I'm mm. like, can I, I, I would like to see the game. I want to see what's going on back there. Now you're going to see the smoke. Um, that's it yeah so that part of it is very bizarre i was shocked at how much this feels like forza horizon though really 
yeah gameplay wise or not necessarily the racing but like having just this open space that you like go from one event to another and like Mm. just do racing at them sure burnout paradise yeah yeah it's similar right like where you go from just this you know go from your drag race to your street x or whatever is an event in this one it's just it's racing but in like an area Mm -hmm. the drift competitions love that love the drift competitions in these games where you like you are racing around one like circuit and you're not judged on what place you come in but like how sick of a drift you do around Ooh. the lap um it's very good That's it's very cool. very fun do they play um, the teriyaki boys when you're doing it i i have not run into the teriyaki boys quite yet mm. Um, there was some Queens of the Stone Age in there, which I was very, very happy to see. Hell very yeah. Very into that. Um, but plenty of music that I am like, I have not heard from this band since they put this song in this game. <laughs> um, this is so weird. The product placement is so, so weird. Oh, no. In this game. Um, Beast by Dre. <laughs> singular Mobiles is, 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 has a big part. Singular. You remember Do they the, even like, exist anymore? They got rolled into AT&T like pretty shortly after this. You, you remember right. the logo of Singular, the like little orange dude with like the arms up here, arms down there, and yeah. a little circle head above it? Yeah. That is everywhere in this game. Like oh, anytime no. you pull out your cell phone, like in the corner, it's like Singular, dude. Like you, you must buy our cell phone. Tubular, dude. <laughs> Sing- totally Singular. And <laughs> so that's that's really weird. There's Most of the city is kind of like dark and shady and like just sort of like a suggestion of buildings other than the gigantic incredibly well lit best buys that are in no (laughs) in in the uh in the cities so many best buys in in the city here. that's awesome it's really funny like anytime you go by it's like just dark dark anonymous building houses houses best Best buy like everything is shit (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> uh i will say the racing feels pretty fucking good in 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 hindsight like mm-hmm. it's i i think they're in general has been sort of a shift in racing games towards something that feels closer to reality yeah like uh, uh, i think we'd agree that like forza horizon is like an arcade racing game mm-hmm. but it skews towards realism right like there is yeah. a there's a, a very much like a you need to brake and you need to like handle your car correctly. Mm-hmm. And that's like very much not how the, this game is. Like, yeah, you ideally you just don't use the brake. You can use the handbrake to drift, of course. Mm. But that's but cool no, braking. That's cool braking. It's braking plus gas. <laughs> it's braking plus ultra. <laughs> and so like <laughs> you can um, like oftentimes drift around a corner or you can just like let off the gas. Usually that's enough to get you around a corner unless it's like super sharp. Mm-hmm. And so the the game very much encourages you to just be like pushing it as hard as you possibly can for most of the race, which is really fun. Like I I think that like they they definitely nailed it, and it still feels fun to go race around in your car. Mm-hmm. And like I've said about the racing games that I've played throughout most of my life, is that I like the portion of the racing games where you are in shitty cars and like yeah this game offers you just like the lowest bar cars initially like i'm Uh literally driving a honda civic and i'm Mm. like fuck yes dude this is perfect for me i'm barely crossing 70 miles an hour when 
I'm trying to go as fast as I can. Like that is really good to me. I like that a lot. So yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting to see what of this has aged well, because I think at the time this felt like a pinnacle, like every part of this game was like so good Mm -hmm. at the time, like so shockingly good. That's not, that's not true anymore, but there is still stuff in here that I'm like, I was surprised that the racing felt good. Mm -hmm. I was surprised that like the story is fun, right? Yeah. I think for, for all the things that Forza Horizon does, like just absolutely astoundingly, the story is so like boilerplate and like, I just kind of ignore it. Yeah. Also, because like, if you look hard enough at it, it's like, what did we just like take over Mexico? Why are we able to do this? Why is <laughs> we the... rule now? Yeah, the yeah. racers union or something like. Race... Why is this? Why is that? They're a actually thing that's modern possible? day pirates. They're they're land pirates. <laughs> See, I'm cool with that because now we're totally in a fictional world, whereas like just some ultra rich nonsense happening like feels a little bit more of a bummer. But like, yeah, fair enough. But like the uh, the story in those games is like it, it very much takes a backseat, whereas this one like I like being wrapped up in this weird underground racing thing and mm-hmm. like clawing my way up through the ranks and shit like that like that's mm. fun that's really silly and like it it's not it's definitely not like a character video game there are like voiceover and like people in it but like that's not really the intent right it's mostly just like i won't be good at racing and like fuck these other gangs and shit like that yeah why did they never make another knee for speed underground they just did one and two didn't they <laughs> they yeah i don't i don't know they were i think they were really focused on making a lot of need for speed games at the time that's that is fine but it is very bizarre that they never returned to this because like you could easily put out need for speed underground three next year and like there is a huge buy-in base there already like there are plenty of people who would sight unseen buy that video game. Just tie it in with the next Fast and the Furious movie. Honestly, you could make a good video game out of that, David. Like, I don't doubt that at all. Totally. And like, yeah, I, I think what I was I was surprised about is just how much like this game is very much uh, intending to make it fun for you in a way that Forza Horizon does, but also doesn't in certain spots. And like, sure. like I said, I've, I've been playing Gran Turismo 7 and like that game is so focused on just the car. Uh part of it that it like just absolutely ignores everything else (laughs) which is fine like i'm enjoying that for what it is but yeah it was kind of a breath of fresh air to like have very silly and dramatic voiceover and and cut scenes and people wearing early 2000s outfits and shit like that those outfits those outfits it's all ridiculous and playing this game and the uh racing lagoon earlier this year like i need Mm -hmm. i need i need a racing rpg man like please, please give me these racing RPGs. Like just something overly dramatic and nonsensical. It needs to exist. Come on, Miyazaki. Come on, Miyazaki. Do it. Make Dark Souls underground too. Dark Pistons. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's it's really enjoyable. It's a very, very enjoyable game. Probably not in every way that I remember it being. Um, and that's okay. Like, it, you know, it's parts of it are allowed to age, right? But I, uh-huh. I was happy to see that there are parts of it that have aged better than I was expecting them to be. Nice. It's always kind of a crapshoot returning to these PlayStation 2 era games because like sometimes you pull one up, you're like, woof, this is not the game that I <laughs> remembered it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of course, like at no game is the game you remember it. But uh, it's it's nice to still have a good experience with some of the ones that you remember being actually pretty pretty fun yeah i'm probably gonna play need for speed underground one after this and see like how that how that is then i can really play the play the uh little john the east side boys oh can i just take another crack at miyazaki's dark souls racing game oh yeah sure have, have another have another pass on that it's called dark souls and everybody drives a kia soul <laughs> Pitch black. yeah yeah i love that <laughs> everybody drives the same car you just gotta mod it just gotta be the best modder yeah 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 <laughs> 
That's good. I like that. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> just had to. You can have all the different years. Yeah, yeah. Every every Kia Soul to 2022. <laughs> however many that is. Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop up in Photoshop once I'm done with this. <laughs> once I'm done with this episode. Dark Souls, <laughs> just a completely black Kia Soul tinted yeah. windows. Had to. Had to. Matte black finish. This will bring me to my optimistic thing of the week, Dave. <laughs> Speaking right. of modding cars. Oh, all right. What is it? It's NOS, David. I was going to ask, how good <laughs> is the NOS sound effect in Need for Speed 2? It's so nice. The, just the, the sound of it like launching and pulling out, pulling out of mm. like a straightaway is so, so good. Mm-hmm. You have to do these like drag races in Need for Speed Underground 2. And it's a really weird version of the game because you barely do anything. You're not supposed to drive very much, like not move very much. Yeah. You just go straight. You just go straight. And the way that you do it is you hold down the gas. And when you let off the gas, that tells the game it's time to shift. And so you just have to like hold it until you want to shift. And so it's this kind of game of chicken of getting up higher on the, uh, uh, the like RPM meter uh-huh. in your car until it's like the right time to shift letting so you off let the go gas. and then right afterwards you you put down the gas again when you shift. exactly yeah okay. when it just shifts for you and so That's you're really fun. only concerned about the gas but uh i was kind of banging my head against the wall because i'm like god like this is it's kind of a tough game i don't know what's wrong i knew i knew what was wrong nos i needed mm. nos david you need you definitely need a nos for the drag race shit they do that in fast and furious one come on you gotta know i think it is literally just the presence of nos in the fast and furious one <laughs> that made it a reason that they had to put it in this game i think this is that movie is the reason this game got made uh, no joke i'm pretty like seriously i think it is direct one-to-one like that is the reason this game was popular yeah because like that movie was just so wildly popular that people were like i would like to play a video game of that mm-hmm. and like the the presence and the importance of nos in the game mm-hmm. is so directly tied to them making a big deal out of it in the fast and furious mm-hmm. but damn dude it feels good in video games nos and video games feels good it's just boost it's it's just the mushroom in mario kart it's a mushroom yeah you go you go faster for a second that's real nice it's just it's cool because it the, the sound effects that they always use makes it feel like real world warp drive or like light speed yeah no it sounds like like, a rocket ship it sounds like a rocket ship you're just boosting up to another level they always do some sort of visual effect along with it yeah just like the high pitch like screech of it it's (laughs) always so satisfying always so satisfying yeah whoever whoever does the sound for that specific noise hats off to you you really crushed it on that one love a good nos i love a good nos i'm with you on that one um hey do you have something fueling your sense of optimism david i do and it's this very unnecessary and very weird uh but also kind of appreciated Mm. uh ultimate list of popular gaming related turns terms (laughs) published by playstation did you see this? <laughs> no. What is this? PlayStation, Sony published a online dictionary, essentially of of <laughs> common gaming related terms, and it just goes through the alphabet <laughs> on all of these terms. So it defines cheesing, refers to an exploit oh. or tactic in a game which either avoids or significantly reduces the challenge of certain enemies or situations. Wow. Just like things you didn't need. It defines yeah. get good. A deliberate misspelling of get good. Get good is an injunction to raise one's own skill level in response to a particularly difficult challenge. Wow. (laughs) What on earth? It's really, like I said, so unnecessary. Yeah. But so, it's so nice. So fun at the same time. That is pretty sick. Because there's, there's no, there's no 
sarcasm in this at all. It's very, no, it is, yeah, it's, it's very, very earnest. Serious. Yeah. It's earnest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no jokes. Like they're like, no, we need to like inform the public about what DPS means. Yeah, this is this is somebody's like, this is what you need. This is what you need in this in the world right now. <laughs> we need people. We need to define ray tracing. We need to define rage quit terminating a play session due to frustration. <laughs> That's like, oh. yeah, there's no humor in that. It's just like the straight down the middle definition. Yeah, and exactly. It's 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 funny. I, I just love that they did this. Just Whoa. like out of nowhere. Nobody was asking for this. Nobody wanted it. Somebody's like, hey, look what we made. Check it out. Just like, okay, cool. They've they've defined noob tube. <laughs> That's that, pretty that cool. An, that was an interesting uh, uh, inclusion, I thought. Originally referring to grenade launchers, a quote, noob tube typically refers to powerful, easy-to-use weapons that are popular with inexperienced players, particularly in competitive multiplayer. No jokes, nothing. I just need I need to tell you about what a noob tube is. These are the facts. These are the facts only. I, I, I have come into this article hoping to find something silly to like maybe like make a joke about. It's no, all it's, it's all, all real. serious stuff. HP, an acronym for hit points or sometimes health points. HP refers to the total amount of damage a player's character can take before they are either knocked unconscious or killed. But do yeah. they have do they have MP? Mm, they don't have MP. Tipo. A type of bug in which a humanoid <laughs> no, character appears in there. game completely static with both feet locked together and both arms extended perpendicular to the body, forming the shape of the capital letter T. Yes, that is... You got it. Thank you, Sony. Thank, Thank you, Sony. Sony. Whoa, this is bizarre. Right? It's very, very interesting. <laughs> Unnecessary, but cool. Thank cool. you. Cool. Yeah. Very cool, Sony. Thank you. It's like very not gatekeepy. Like, they're like, hey, like, we use a lot of fucking acronyms and nonsensical terms. Like, you go check this out if you're ever in need. Yeah. No, I could see somebody, like, legitimately using this as a resource to talk to their, I don't know, sad gamer friend who only talks in gamer terms. <laughs> Hello, Franklin. Please tell me about your recent experience with min-maxing in approach, comment, and role-playing games. Did you is, fight any good mobs? Is this Franklin's therapist? <laughs> talking to him how is your mount franklin <laughs> have you been using nades enough I, I don't want to pretend to be franklin i can't get into that mindset i'm a method actor i can't i can't i can't invade franklin's mind it's really nice if you get a ohk a one-hit kill franklin as they say in the know you know in the game hotties i hear that permadeath is not a thing Ooh, because you come, come right back hotties i mean it should be called hotties right it should be called hotties that is they're all so hot <laughs> my goodness my goodness hey do you want to move on to our main thing david i do Hey, it's good games. Hey, here we are again. Hey, hey. Uh, it's a segment where we talk about the okayest games of yesteryear and gush all the things that we love about them. As you may have noticed on Twitter, we announced some games that we're playing, which we will do again soon. Beautiful. And but this is this is sort of the 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 last bit of the lineup for this one. And you may have noticed that we were playing Shining Force Two, David. The second. The second one. Mm-hmm. I read it was good, and uh, yeah, that's that's it. Uh, it was good. I actually hold on before before we get into our personal or our very heartfelt and deep personal stories about Shining Force Two. Uh huh. Let me let me hit you with some hot stats about this video game. Hot stats. Hot stats. 
Shining Force 2 came out for the Sega Genesis on October 19th of 1994 in North America. It came out almost a full year after the Japan release, so oh, like wow. quite a bit of distance between those two. Sure. It was made by Sonic, exclamation point, Software Planning, hmm. um, which would go on to change their name to Teams Camelot Soft. Camelot oh, Software Planning. Camelot Software. Camelot. Uh, Mario Tennis fame. Oh, that's right. That's right. They have uh, the, the game that we talked about last week. Uh, they, they have made such fining games as uh, nearly all of the Shining Force games and then mm -hmm. all of the Shining series games. There's been a lot of them. And uh, Mario Golf, Mario Tennis, Golden Sun. You may have heard of that little indie title. It's a good one. Or uh, We Love Golf. Yeah, a lot of games. The, the the dads of Waluigi, the parents of Waluigi, <laughs> Camelot software. The dads of Waluigi. They made that sounds they like made a weird out. Nicholas Sparks novel. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, nice. That's it, true. Do you feel it? I, I, I do. I almost always it? think of like a band whenever I try to think of like a weird title the like that. The dads but you're, of you're, Waluigi. That could be. But a band. you're correct. Yeah. No, absolutely. Waluigi's it, dad is like a shoegaze uh, band. I'm pretty sure. The cover art is Waluigi on a very pastel colored beach with dunes. <laughs> And he's just like looking down as the wind sweeps his cap away from his hair, <laughs> from his head. That's really nice. Thank you for this image. Thank You're you welcome. Gift. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> this, 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 nice. is a, this is a gift. I have a review of Shining Force 2. It's from Joe Video? Not, not from Joe Video. Not. Is this pre-Joe? It may have been pre-Joe because this is quite a bit of an older game. And I don't yeah. know that Joe was was making making reviews. They were not alive yet. The yeah. father of yeah, Joe yeah. was not around. <laughs> It's true. This is from the outlet Video Games, uh, which is a German outlet. Um, well, I'm right. I'm ready. I don't know what to expect. I have taken the review uh, from Video Games, and I've run it through Google Translate through as many languages as I could find, one into the other, and eventually out uh, in English. Have we used these guys before? Yes, I believe we have. Once okay. or twice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I've mangled this review so we can get a, a, a real look into the author's mind. All right, let's hear it. So I have different thoughts about Shining Force 2. As the game progresses, I'm going to ask the first question, how it differs from Adam or Eve. But the pattern, which I'm using here, is for sewing. 10 out of 10, how can I make more money? I think that the blue is different from the soul. And after 43 years, we all struggle to a higher level. The enemy, however, is the foremost heart, and the situation affords a different perspective than war itself. Most importantly, the game is well organized, but Huff doesn't play the ease of the game here. 82 out of 100. Each one of those sentences sounded like <laughs> a separate review. Yeah, it's a little like Dadaist in the sense that like they're taking a bunch of different parts of other reviews and mashing them together yeah. to get this one. Yeah. Yeah, like we were turning the, the radio channels and just getting different channels for each <laughs> sentence there. Oh, right. It yeah. was like just threw, threw uh, a bunch of magnets at the, at the board and just got, got this <laughs> thing. Like it kind of made sense, but... Also, wasn't very cohesive. No, yeah, a lot of a lot of imagery without really any like things to tie it together. I particularly like ten out of ten. How do I make more money? <laughs> yeah, it's very bizarre that part. It it has the number ten out of ten, and then in quotes it says, "How can I make more money?" Unquote, and then continues with the rest. Fascinating. Of the video. I don't. I do not know the reasoning there. Ten out of ten. How do I make more money? It sounds like title of a song. Yeah, actually, yeah, that is. I think it's a dance. Gavin dance song, David. Dance Gavin dance. Yeah. 
Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's a deep cut. Hey, yes. what's Shining Force 2, David? What is this video game? It is a RPG. Yeah. It is... the. Uh, um, this is a kind of a hard game to explain it's in the mm-hmm. fire emblem mold of games in that the gameplay is top down grid based where you take turns with each individual character and you can move like a set amount of space depending on your stats yeah um you have to get right next to an enemy to then attack them or if you have ranged attacks you have to get within a certain sphere of your of yourself to the enemy to be able to attack them you can do different things on your turn you can attack you can guard you can use items you can uh heal other people and then the rest of the game is kind of exploration essentially where Mm -hmm. you're just kind of exploring the world going to different cities and then doing battles with with foes in between it's very much a fantasy game there's magic Mm -hmm. there's knights there's uh medieval creatures uh (laughs) abound in this world there's an evil demon king who possesses folks it's true yeah, there's it's 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 got a lot it's got a lot, it's got a lot going on. Honestly. Yeah, there is quite a bit. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty a, a surprisingly deep, rich, hearty game for being released <laughs> uh, when it was. But but yeah, is there anything else that you'd want to add about what it is? No, I don't think so. I think that's it. Like we can sort of go into this a little bit deeper in a second. But yeah, when I was first playing it, I was like, shit, I didn't know that there were other Fire Emblem like games coming out at the time. Yeah, right. I thought it was just them. I thought it was only Fire Emblem for a while. No, that's what Fire Emblem wants you to think. It is big, big, big emblem Fire Emblem. Wants... Big, big emblem has gotten its propaganda <laughs> into you, Chase. You don't see Shining uh, Force characters in Smash now, do you? It is. It's true. You don't. Fire Emblem's oh. the Pepsi Coca Cola of these types of RPGs. I don't even know what you call them. Fire Emblem likes. I think I, I saw Tactical RPG, which I think is probably ah about. yes. Was that one? Was that a, a a term defined by Sony? I don't think so. Probably not. If it ain't the Sony Dictionary, don't count. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I think that's it. It is a very it was a very bizarre game to play. Like I, we're I'm not sure if we said this on mic or not, but like I had played zero shining games before this. Yeah. And like I I have heard before that like some people think a shining video game is like their favorite or something like that. Like I heard Shining Force was good and there's a bunch of other games in this series. Uh Shining in the Darkness was like a dungeon crawler game. Ooh, great name. I, I know. It's all pretty fun. I, I love the naming convention. Uh Shining Wisdom is a top-down game. I think that was for the Saturn. Mm-hmm. And like uh, by and large, I think Shining Force was like their most, I don't know if popular is the right word, but they put out a lot of Shining Force games. Yeah. And so like this, this is a a series that they had been iterating on for a while, but like, I think just because like this was a little bit, what's the word for this? Like I had a Genesis, but I don't think I was looking for like really dense RPGs at the time. I was looking for wise from your way. Yeah. Altered beast and shit like that. Like I don't, I, I, I would not have been able to digest this at the age of five or whatever, you know, I was three when this game came out. (laughs) yeah 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 so like it it just was a non-option so it was really interesting going back and playing it because like there are things in this that like i will definitely say like work super well like games had not figured out ui very well yet like yeah the user interface is kind of challenging especially when you're in battles and shit like that but Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of really good stuff in here like i was I was shocked by how competent the battling was and like the battle system and all that mm-hmm. sort of shit. Like that stuff felt really fun. And how many really different good. classes there were? Very robust. Lots. Yeah. Lots of people like the depth in this game was shocking mm-hmm. because I think when I'll, I'll shut up here in a second, I realize I've been talking for a while. That's fine. Um, but like, I feel like when I think of Genesis games, I think of games that are not particularly complicated 
and like yeah. Super Nintendo too. Like that era, there's the games just aren't crazy complicated. It's a lot of platformers and a lot of like you know side scrolling shootems and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. but not like very in depth RPGs and stuff. So it was really interesting coming back and playing this and like finding all the depth in here. It was it was pretty surprising. Yeah, I, I would agree. That's the thing that stood out to me the most is the depth, the number of characters mm-hmm. that you can have in your party, mm-hmm. uh, the size of the game world. It's quite expansive. Quite huge, expansive. Yeah. The story is quite epic as well. Yeah, it was cool. Like I said, the the different items you can use, the different uh, skills you can get, um, how each class plays differently than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just really, re- I was really impressed. I was really impressed by how how deep this game was for coming out in 1994 maybe i'm being i don't know ageist against video games <laughs> for being like good job 1994 video game for doing a commendable <laughs> job with the depth of your of your combat system but i, I thought it was pretty good yeah fairly no, I, fairly I, modern feeling i guess i should say yeah no like that that part of it is aged incredibly well and like a, a lot of that you still see the base of those systems used in games now like yeah, the base part, the base combat part of Fire Emblem is like mostly unchanged mm-hmm. since the you know the first few. Like that part of it where you run up to somebody and you attack them with this kind of weapon and blah blah blah, and it has advantages over the X Y Z. That sort of stuff is very much in place since since this era of games and so like like i said i I had played through um god what was it it was like the very first fire emblem that they put out on switch like a year or so ago Mm -hmm. shadow dragon and the blade of light was the was the first one that's a switch game it was it was a uh it was the first one like the one that they put out in japan they re-released it correct yeah they like put an, an english version of it out and put it on switch and like there are parts of that game too that are like very aged by comparison but like mm-hmm. the battling is still there it's still very much a fire emblem game and so in the same way that i was like damn that like that core part of it is is still in there i was also shocked to find it in shining force 2 that they were doing a similar thing back then and like was pretty pleased and like delighted that that was the case mm-hmm. something that like fire emblem uh chooses to do and I, again i don't know that this is better or worse but like Something that Fire Emblem often does is that it separates out the battles and the world from one another, like very distinctly. Like you are either in a battle and like you're looking at like a grid and a fight and shit like that, or you're in like the story world, which is usually like just characters talking to one another, or you know, in three houses, you're at like the monastery or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so the game world and the fighting world are really separated from one another, whereas in Shining Force, like they're not. You can run into a room and it's like, oh, this is now a combat zone, you know, like now everything is on a grid and the characters have to like move around and fight people in here. Um, And so it kind of feels like closer to like D&D or something like that, where like the same space that you are playing in is the same space that suddenly has combat if it has to. Right. Mm-hmm. And so something I was like really impressed by returning to this one or I guess turn turning to this one yeah is uh (laughs) that the the game world feels really cohesive like the running into a room that you know oh this is where the king was that just got possessed or whatever in like Mm -hmm. the first level and like oh you gotta go up into this tower there's bad guys up there and then rather than like you know cutting to a black screen now you're in a menu that you have to choose all your people and blah 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 it's like no you're just fighting now like yeah and and now it's the tactical game yeah, um, I thought it was really right impressive it, right into it. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, like you were saying the, the game world size like felt big and expansive and it felt kind of like inviting 
because mm-hmm. I was just so integrated into that world because like the combat was not separate from the game itself. Yeah, it wasn't a different screen like it is in those early yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy RPGs, right? Yeah, yeah. It's all just the same sprites, the same overview. It's it's it was all just one one piece, one piece. Yeah. So that was uh, that was super cool. I like again, I'm I'm obviously we've already gotten to the gushing segment of this this uh part of this the show, but like I was impressed by this game. I thought this was really fucking good. Mm-hmm. I thought that the, b- besides the combat, I just loved the the characters too. Mm-hmm. I love that one of your homies in the beginning is just a centaur. He's yeah, a they horse make man. No- they make no <laughs> they make no note of it. He's just he's just Chester. It's just like he's just he's just one of your one of your friends. So I this was a very confusing situation for me because I <laughs> oftentimes will name my character some fucked up version of my own name. Did um, you name yourself I, Chester? I named myself Chester. <laughs> and so <laughs> I, I thought the game was like paying attention to what I named myself and like made this dude be my like weird rival or something. we got a funny guy over here don't we <laughs> like if you had named your character David I would have expected the game to name it like David or something like Davood? that like just like a David yeah <laughs> so it was a little bit confusing at the beginning because I was like wait am I talking or is chester talking is it chester or chester yeah so that, that was a fun little trip to go down wiki and be like is this his yeah. actual name apparently um, the canonical name of the main character is bowie yes like so david bizarre. i was <laughs> yeah. like huh interesting yeah, yeah. no i i agree the, the the characters are really fun the writing i cannot tell if it was intentionally funny or not but it was really funny in times like yeah the, your mentor this like old wizard dude at some point rolls up to you and like comes up and he's like you didn't notice anything weird last night nothing like evil happening during the nighttime I'm like what the fuck how is that what you're asking how do you form that into a question it is it is very kind of innocent in the way that it comes across in in its storytelling sometimes it feels like in in a in a very like cool way like a sanitized version of like the wild 80s swords and sorcery kind of fan version of fantasy we're like we're just here for dragons and slaying people like that's really what we're doing in this in this story right now more power to you more power to you it works like it's it's fun being in here just like a pure fantasy place like i i really love the vision of fantasy that fire emblem has like it's it's very fun feels very anime in times right but it is also very fun to have kind of a different vision of the fantasy world that they're putting forth there and like shining force while definitely still like influenced by a similar set of media has a different view on what you know fantasy is in their in their canonical world mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's fun it's cool i like that there's a nazca ship cool as hell cool as hell like, hell yeah that's tight that's yeah. real cool felt seen peru on yeah. the map baby <laughs> Finally, go. Finally. <laughs> That's all I had to really say about it. Yeah. Uh, like, obviously, I didn't beat this game. Like, I didn't play through the whole thing. Yeah, and, like, it was I'd a be long interested. game. It's long as hell. I, I like, I probably played this for like five or six hours. Like, a pretty fair it was amount. It's kind of hard, too. Yeah, no, it was, it was a challenging like, these game. Battles were a little difficult. They didn't the- mess around. <laughs> No, they didn't, which I I can kind of appreciate, like, as long as that's the standard from the beginning of mm-hmm. like, listen, we're not going to pull our punches here. Like, there's not going to be a difficulty spike later. It's just hard. Like, you got to you got to figure out the mechanics of this game. Mm-hmm. I kind of appreciated that. I <laughs> this was a bummer. The very first fight that I got into, I was like trying out all the abilities of the people in my character and in, in your uh, the party because I was like, I they didn't offer a real tutorial, which I think is fine. Like, I think it's fairly self-explanatory. Yeah. Or at least having played a bunch of Fire Emblem, like I kind of knew what they were maybe going for. Sure. So I was using all the spells and uh, I used the the main character's 
spell, which is essentially a retreat button. I did yeah. not realize this. If you use it, you just like warp out of the place. I was almost done with that fight. And I was like, let me just try this one. See what happens. Just reset the entire battle. Had to do it all over again. <laughs> oh, Damn it, dude. Oh, egress, right? Yeah. Like you go, go away. Way. <laughs> yeah. Is the idea. See there. you later. Yeah. Which is fine. Like I, that first one, like once you kind of know what the, what to do, it's not, it's not that bad, mm -hmm. but yeah, super, super impressed. Like I'm, I was always surprised to see this on people's like top games and blah, 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 but I'm not surprised that it's on there after having played this. Yeah, um, no, it's, it's good. And yeah, like I can, I can imagine playing this in 1994 being like, what the fuck is this? This is absolutely bananas. Yeah, I'm sure 1994, this game was a big deal because it's like seamless. Like I, I, I remember that being such a huge shift in games that like when people were trying to make like a cohesive game world mm -hmm. because for so long it just you know it, it wasn't that it was you go from one sort of like world or level to another yeah and like that was fine but like when you're trying to build like an actual grounded fantasy space it helps a lot to be able to you know have this like continuity between places totally so yeah it, it, it was really cool to to experience that mm -hmm. i don't have a lot of complaints like the game is good me neither my all i have is nitpicks yeah it's like shit that is like of course it's not going to be as good like not if i was to complain like I, I think the ui is pretty much my biggest issue with the game it was a little confusing it's a little befuddling but like it's 1994 dog like windows hadn't figured out the perfect ui by that point you it's know true. Like, we were still fucking around in the dark ages for user interface design so like it's it, it wasn't perfect by any measure the only other thing i can think of is uh how there is only one uh like face sprite face mm -hmm. drawing for everybody when they uh, are talking <laughs> so like mm -hmm. it could be someone like che getting chewing someone else out like yelling at them and they're just like yeah. smiling about it yeah it's like hey <laughs> Yeah. Just some uh, some Ludo narrative dissonance right there, uh, Ooh, if, you, wow, if you know, nice. if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> but such a such a small complaint. Honestly, it was more just kind of funny when it happened. Yeah, it was like yeah, when yeah. the when Sarah was like chewing that guy out in the beginning, like blaming him for the catastrophe that's happening. Slade, the yeah. rat, the <laughs> the rat thief. <laughs> It's like she's just sitting, like her face is just smiling, like kind of looking off to the side. And she's saying all these things like, this is all your fault. Pretty much fuck you. Like you piece of shit. Why would you ever do this? And doing it with a smile. Doing it with a smile. It's really funny. Nice. It's funny when the when they don't match. Emotions don't yeah. match. But other than that, you know, pretty much no complaints, honestly. Yeah. It's, it's interesting visiting games in this segment because like usually we do, you know, the, the okayest games, right? Games that are like fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's oftentimes easy for me to point to or like talk for a while about specific parts of those games that are really cool because, you know, the intent is to highlight stuff that is cool about those games yeah in an otherwise kind of challenging video game right mm -hmm. like there's a lot of things in buck bumble that are not phenomenal but like yeah. blinks oh boy <laughs> a little vision of the future uh. blinks the time sweeper <laughs> um i'm ready <laughs> but when games are this good and i i honestly wasn't expecting it to be this good be when it's this good buck bumble when i was i wasn't expecting it to buck bumble this good <laughs> but it but it is and so like it's hard to point to just one thing like it feels like everything in this game is like yeah i like that like the characters like the game design and like the uh the vision of fantasy like it's all very good it's all thought out like all, it, 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 you could you can tell that all of it is crafted with care and that probably the only thing limiting it is the technology at the time and just yeah you know what 
what they did or did not know about game design back then. Or yeah, just yeah, UI or anything like that. The quality of life is pretty much the only thing that it it for me is the issue with this game. It's just like, just make these things a little bit easier, a little less tedious to to go through and manage, Mm -hmm. you know? But on that, the gameplay is good. The story's fun. Characters are interesting. It's good. What more do you want? What more do you want? Fun factor, 10 out of 10. Fun fun factor. Fun factor. Oh my God. Game game pro? Little game pro shout out of the week. That was my magazine back in the day, man. That was my zine. Yeah, game game is good. I'm into this one. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be a nice palate cleanser before we dive into the blinks zone. <laughs> Are you ready? I don't think I'm prepared for blanks, David. Um, I think we've probably announced this by the time that we're talking about this, but in the in the soon future, we will be covering blinks the cat, blinks the time sweeper. Please put some respect on his name, Chase. Please. Blinks was my father. You can call me the time sweeper. (laughs) Blinks is too formal for me, please. (laughs) Call me sweepy timey. Sweepy timey. (laughs) That's going to be interesting. That's going to flex my podomistic skills, I feel like. We're going to be flexing next episode. We're going to be flexing. I've I've watched clips of people playing Blinks the time sweeper. Like, I know what's what's coming, David. (laughs) I know almost nothing. I'm ready. Did you play Blinks? back in the day no mm. no i saw mm. that fun factor on game pro and i was like i'm a pass <laughs> i'm an informed consumer please chase um hey shining force too good give it a shout give it a shout Hey, you can talk to us on Twitter and also just keep up with our schedule on Twitter. That's true. At Podtimism. Yeah. Tweet us. Say hey. Tell us Say what hey. you're playing for the next uh, four weeks. Maybe we yeah. maybe we'll compare notes. Maybe uh, what your your what your good game segment? Yeah. Gonna what's be. your good game segment? What should we do for a future good games? Let us know. That is that is true. If you ever have a suggestion, we're more than open. Please. I'll, I'll play whatever weird little piece of nonsense. We you have got. the power. Chase mm-hmm. has the steamy D, so he's got it. He's got it unlocked. Steam Deck for everybody who is concerned about <laughs> the, the nomenclature there. <laughs> yes, exactly. You can email us podtimism at gmail.com nailed mm-hmm. that one this time perfect um, yeah, crushed it crushed it <laughs> this is your scout out of the week as well thank you scout wilkinson the, the pod you, art scout. is amazing we love it each time we look at it it looks it just looks so good i can't oh my gosh i'm looking at it right now great right, yeah, it looks right? it, it looks phenomenal you can go check her out humble goat it is ko-fi ko-fi dot com slash humble goat humble goat go if if she's got her commissions open swoop one up quick those things go fast yep she's popular does good work does makes good sense work. that's good work if you really want to help out the pod you can yes. review us on apple podcasts happy podcast you can follow us or review us or whatever us on spotify or you even even like if you want to be even more organic about it tell a friend tell a friend if you want to if you want to let them know yeah we're always we're always welcoming more friends of friends into the fold uh so yeah, yeah that'd be awesome or not do whatever you want yeah, yeah. we appreciate you still which brings That's, me to yeah. my last point which is thank you for listening thank you thank you for being here yeah we, we love we love doing this and we love that other people will listen to us do this it's pretty cool it's pretty cool thank you so much for listening yeah we appreciate you appreciate you uh spending some time here with us it's the best mm-hmm. also thank you for i've been hearing some kind words from people about optimism so i appreciate that as well yeah we we appreciate all the kind words and compliments and everything and if you have some I, constructive criticism please send that our 
send that our way too. Very willing. Very willing. We have we have no ego here. But like, I'm not I'm not gonna say like a compliment don't feel good. It do feel good. (laughs) It do. Thank you for that. Always, always some ego food, as my parents would call it back in the day. I'm not opposed. I'm trying. Listen, I don't want to like. I don't like my ego being big. That's what leads to me turning off an N64 in rage. In Smash Brothers Rage. Darth Chase. I can't, I cannot feed that nasty boy. Darth Chut. Darth Chut. Yeah, I, I cannot handle the, the rise of Darth Chut, but like, it still, it still feels nice. Thank you for the, thank you for the kind words. I really like your shirt, Chase. Thank you. It's, it's a cool it, design and it looks good on you. I'm going to slam this fucking N64 closed <laughs> because I'm losing. You're slamming an N64 closed? <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah, I, I, I break I'm going it to the rip middle. it in half and then close it again. <laughs> This is a DS now. <laughs> you don't even know what that is. <laughs> I've looked into the future in my rage. <laughs> well, um, Chase. Yeah, th- uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. thank you. Do you have any video game wisdom for us this week, Chase? Can we do the thing where we go back and forth and we say a word until we finish the sentence? Oh, sure. Yeah. You want to start? Yeah. Shining. Force. Makes. A. Wonderful. Shining companion to me and you yeah (laughs) i don't know that that one totally made sense i don't know that the sentence that we've produced makes grammatical sense shiny force makes a wonderful shining shining companion companion to me and you you. that makes sense okay yeah no i'm into that that's pretty good because they use shining as an adjective for things it's a like a good shining good force Good companion. Shining. Okay, one more. Good games is a segment on <laughs> video <laughs> game podism. <laughs> that was that was nothing. That wasn't wisdom. That was just, that a, was statement just a statement. Of, <laughs> a statement of fact. It's among the worst gaming wisdoms we've ever done. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's do this okay. again. I'll, I'll, let me start, let me start, let me start. Okay. Wisdom is a... I think I've used a like four times. <laughs> Wisdom is a gaming... Wisdom. No, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Ga- gamers. I want to change mine to gamers. Wisdom is a gamer's best... Shining... Friend. <laughs> it's just nonsense. There's nothing in here. Wisdom is a gamer's best shining friend. That's a beautiful statement. Beautiful All statement. Right. Fourth times the charm. All right. David. <laughs> Period. End of podcast. <laughs> I got I I was a deer in the headlights after you used my own name on me. I didn't know how to respond. Hold on. Start it again. No, Start that's it again. It. That's the end of the podcast. No, we, can, <laughs> we can do this. We can do this. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>